1: 98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. <laughs> Forgive and forget with Tad and Drex on B98.5. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it.
2: So, Sean, you
3: made a big mistake with a piece of jewelry.
2: Yeah, so it was uh, my girlfriend and I, it was our anniversary. We were together for, for six years. So, I went to B. Geller and Son, and I found this ring that had her birthstone in it.
1: Oh, that's nice.
2: Yeah, and like she showed me pictures of it, like or her, her things that kind of looked like that, and she loved like earthstone type stuff like that. And so, um, you know, I thought that would be like a perfect thing to get her, and like it could not have gone worse.
3: Yeah, you said something that I picked up on. I don't know if these guys heard. But you said we were together for six years.
2: Oh, well, yeah. So I, I, you know, we went out to to dinner.
3: This is on your anniversary.
2: Yep. Got yep. You. And after dinner, I gave her the ring, and she, like, just, like, burst into tears, and she just kept saying, like, yes, I will, I will.
4: <sighs> oh, no. So and, good. After six years, Sean, you finally decided to get off the pot and to propose.
2: I, I, I want to eventually, but, like, that, not that night. And so I told her, like, well, this is a, a promise ring, like, it's your birthstone, and, you know, I tried to, like, explain it to her, and, like, he broke up with me. On the
5: spot. I okay. don't blame her. If I would have been together with someone for <laughs> six years and they gave me a ring on our anniversary and it wasn't an engagement, I'd be mad.
3: Were you on your knee or anything like that? I mean, was there anything no. else? What what no. gave her the we, indication? What is her birthstone that gave her the indication that this was a diamond ring?
2: Her birthstone is is a sapphire, but like I, I got her a white sapphire. Like nothing oh, about it. you <laughs> had
3: you had different color <laughs> options with the sapphire. Is that right, Kara? Yeah,
2: Sean. I thought I was doing something really nice, and like I, I, I didn't. say If I would have thought this was going to blow up in my face, like I never would, would have given this to her.
3: So you said in your email that she has not spoken to you. She broke up with you at that restaurant, and she's not been taking
4: your phone calls.
2: Yeah, nothing. Calls, texts. I've tried to, like, get in touch with her, like, via, like, her friends, and, like, I mm. nothing. I'm, I've been totally shut out.
4: You know, the next time a man is in this situation and you have questions, you can call Kara. I'm sure right. you can call in advance. It, yes. Because you would have told him, don't buy a, don't anything buy that looks a like ring. a di-. Yeah, Don't buy a ring at all. We're going
3: to call your now ex-girlfriend, Caroline, in about 10 minutes. But before we do that, like a good father, I have to ask you, Sean, what are your intentions here? <laughs> Are you going to propose for real, or are you just trying to get back together?
2: I mean, I want to get back together. We've we've talked about getting married, but like it's, I mean, in the future. So, I, I mean, it's something that we we're on. The, I thought we were on the same page about, but like at the very least, like I want another chance. Like I want to get back together with her.
3: All right, part two of forgive and forget is coming up in ten minutes. Two songs away.
1: Forgive and forget on B98.5. Is it too late now to say sorry? You need forgiveness. Tad and Drex help you ask for it.
3: Sean gave his girlfriend of six years a white sapphire promise ring on their anniversary. The only thing that was missing was the knee. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) She broke up with him and now he wants to try to get her back. Sean, sit tight. We're going to call your x caroline right now okay hello hey caroline this is tad trex and Kara at b98.5 how are you i'm
6: good
3: i'm sure you're surprised to be hearing from us but we're yeah. actually we're calling you because we heard you had like a terrible incident at a restaurant
6: were you at the restaurant
3: <laughs> no we were not <laughs> but we definitely heard about this what happened you thought you were being proposed to, and it would turn out to be a promise ring?
6: I embarrassed myself so much. I was crying and just so excited and happy. And when you told me it was a promise ring, I just lost it. I was like, Are you freaking kidding me? Where are we going to the Sadie Hawkins dance?
3: <laughs> you went from what was supposed to be the happiest day or second happiest mm-hmm. next to your wedding day to being the worst day.
6: It was mortifying. I'm on the radio about it. Like, I'm I'm so, I just, I don't understand.
3: Word has gotten around town about this.
2: No, it hasn't. I'm the one I called. I'm, I'm the one to call. About.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. He said you wouldn't answer the phone if he called you directly. He said you've been ducking these calls.
6: How could you ever think a diamond-looking ring as a promise ring is appropriate after six years? We are in
2: our 30s. I understand now that probably getting you a ring was a, a bad choice, but like it wasn't a diamond. It was it was your birthstone. It was a white sapphire. Like I thought for Babe. sure that you would recognize it, that that's what it no, was because you feel no, that like I, like I a thought diamond that you were going to get that it wasn't an engagement ring.
4: Uh, hey, Caroline, who's. Not that we have to point fingers or blame, but who do you think was responsible for managing your expectations?
6: I have been showing him pictures, kind of showing him what I like. My friends (sighs) have kind of been laying down hints. And then when he was all excited about this restaurant, it's the restaurant we had our first date on, I would like to add. Hang on one second,
3: because I think I'm figuring out the disconnect here. Because, Sean, when you came on, you said she showed me pictures. Did you think she was showing you pictures of white sapphire rings?
2: I could have sworn that when she was showing me stuff, like, she kept saying, this is my birthstone. I love this stone because it's my birthstone. She showed it to me Sean, a lot. I, said I said it looks like, like my
6: birthstone. I said, look, the diamond looks so much <laughs> like my oh, All right.
3: You guys have a lot to talk about, obviously. Caroline, will you promise to at least talk to him? I know we've kind of tricked you into talking to him this time, but can you guys have a real conversation
2: and work this out?
6: Sean, I love you. It's just that I'm so embarrassed i feel like i'm two feet tall
2: we are going to get married i mean we will get engaged just, just i don't want to do it like you know feeling like i'm guilted into like doing it on the radio now and but i know, don't want that either i'll do whatever i have to do to earn your forgiveness
3: caroline does he have your forgiveness what i'm hearing is is that you guys work this out he's not going to propose to you right now but you wouldn't want that anyway be like mm-hmm. i got you know got engaged on b98.5 there's better ways <laughs>
4: I mean, not many that are waiting. Maybe there's some (laughs) wedding vendors listening that are like, oh, I'll throw in a cake here. Hey. Right. It's
6: just not the dream I had in (laughs)
1: mind.
4: Do you forgive him?
1: Yes, I do. On the next Forgive and Forget on
3: B98.5. Lainey has a perfectly good explanation for throwing out $300 worth of a roommate's food.
4: Mm. She
3: just needs help convincing her roommate of that.
1: Forgive and forget. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. There's a lot going on in the world. And we tell you about the important stuff. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. 724,
3: we're protected by Braid Up Pest Management. to handle bugs and critters. You could not ask for better weather over the next couple of days. Mostly sunny today, 65. I think that's a conservative estimate. Tomorrow, sunshine high near 70. 41 right now. What's going on, Kara?
5: It is never a good idea to go against what Mama says. It doesn't typically end well for you. And right now, Atlanta's mom, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, is saying she isn't mad yet. She's just very disappointed. She made it very clear last week that when the NBA All-Star festivities come to State Farm Arena next weekend, she didn't want any of those wild parties and events that usually occur when a big sporting event comes to Atlanta. So businesses, clubs, and bars are going against what she's asking and promoting their events anyways. There are no sanctioned NBA events So these are all like private events that are happening. But she says, despite the urge to party and celebrate, we really need to do what's right for our community.
6: Bringing in crowds, a lot of people drinking and partying. I know the NBA is not supportive of it. And we're just asking people to please continue to respect where we are with this pandemic. And not travel to our city for this game.
4: Carrie, you were talking about uh, Keisha being like Atlanta's mom. And you always listen to mom and mom's got things to say. Was there ever like one line that your mom always gave you? Mine was like, I, I brought you into this world and I can take you out. My mom would say, do you want me to get the wooden spoon? And and I know you because you're a jokester. Did you say? And what would you like me to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> you know me, but you don't know my mother. <laughs> <she was> <laughs> 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 Let's
5: get a good feeling.
2: Oh, sometimes, I get a good feeling. Yeah.
5: We've got a superstar amongst us. Grayson High School senior is one of seven Georgia finalists for the prestigious Coca-Cola scholarship. This is a huge deal. Jamad Saeed has been working towards this goal since he was in the sixth grade. Now, he's already beat out over 100,000 other students to make it to this final round. He's been honored with the Presidential Volunteer Service Award. He formed his own Global Diversity and Awareness Club at school, and he says he plans to attend Rice University, which he's already been accepted to in the fall, to become an attorney to K. Carry on the good work. Jamal told Channel Two Action News he's really wanting to do good for the world.
6: Just be more accepting overall. By doing so that the world can truly be more unified and that we can have a brighter future for all going forward.
3: I went to school with a kid like that, Anthony (laughs) Delessandro. He was always polishing the apples, Mm. starting the programs. Yeah. And Really wasn't crazy popular as a result of all of that. Anthony Delosandro now writes for Deadline in uh, Wow in L.A. Savoy Pictures. His resume is ridiculous. He's the most famous person in my graduating class, and you were in that class. <laughs> I am not the most famous person. <laughs> Come <class>. on! Oh, <man. laughs> but
1: thank you for your charity. No <laughs> yeah. sweet man. Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5.
3: Leslie Ann in Douglasville. Good morning. Good morning. Could you give Kara the boot?
1: Bye, girl. Bye. Bye, girl. Bye. (laughs) Good luck, Leslie Ann.
3: (laughs) Thanks. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews, heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electric Kara's leaving the studio. We're going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. We'll then bring Kara back in, ask her the same exact questions. If you end up answering more correctly than Kara can, she'll pay you $100 cash of her own money. Are you ready?
6: I'm ready.
3: Question one. Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen have started a podcast together. Where was Bruce born? New Jersey. And where is that? In the... Born in the...
6: Oh, USA.
3: Number two is 22 years ago. Today, Atlanta's TLC released No Scrubs. Which member of TLC is no longer with us?
1: Lisa Left Eye.
3: Number three. Name the helmet-wearing French DJ duo that reportedly broke up yesterday after 28 years. Daft Punk. Number four, Netflix has signed up to produce a movie about last year's college admissions cheating scandal. Name one of the two actresses that got caught up in that. Felicity Huffman. Number five, somebody posted a video showing all the times Jennifer Aniston's character cleared her throat during Friends. What color was Monica and Rachel's door? Oh. Holy. Ooh. Black? Bring Kara back in. How did we do? Ooh,
4: Leslie Ann in Douglasville was cruising up until question number five. So she got the first four right. That's the number Kara four. You got to
3: figure. Who's going to know number five? I mean, besides Kara. Who's going to know number (laughs) five?
4: Kara's going to know number five and and give us both the actresses a number four. Guaranteed. (laughs) All
3: right. Here we go. Same questions, Kara. Number one. Barack Obama, Bruce Springsteen have started a podcast together. Where was Bruce born?
4: In the USA. (laughs) Leslie Ann said Jersey, so we gave it to her as well, (laughs) one-to-one.
3: Number two is 22 years ago today, Atlanta's TLC released No Scrubs. Which member of TLC is no longer with us?
6: Left eye. That's
3: what Leslie Ann said, two-to-two. Number three, name the helmet-wearing French DJ duo. That broke up yesterday after 28 years.
5: Daft Punk. Yeah, that's
3: what Leslie again said as well. Three to three. Number four, Netflix is signed on to produce a movie about last year's college admissions cheating scandal. Mm -hmm. Name one of the two actresses that got caught up in that.
5: Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin I knew she was going to do that but, but Leslie- wasn't the question
3: to name one of the two oh, actresses oh that's right I
5: zero
3: <laughs> <laughs> alright Leslie Ann got it right as well tied at four number five somebody posted a video showing all the times Jennifer Aniston's character cleared her throat during Friends what color was Monica and Rachel's door
4: it was purple Sherwin Williams has a color called Purple Hills which that's is the right. exact same purple Leslie Ann said black. So a final score this morning of five to four. Leslie Ann and Douglas Phil, are you smarter than Kara? Not today. Kara, 970 wins and just 32 losses. Ooh, ooh.
5: Sorry, Leslie Ann.
4: That's okay. Thanks. You ever wonder if Sherwin Williams
3: ever met Benjamin Moore? Just curious.
4: <laughs> what if they were neighbors? <laughs>
3: They were always battling yeah.
4: about. Oh, you went with the ocean
3: mist. I'll see your ocean mist. I'm more of an origami white person. <laughs> we'll play again tomorrow. You can sign up to play at Tadandrex.com. Have a great day. Thank you. Good morning. It's Tad, Drex, and Kara. If you want your kid to grow up to be a winner. They need to be a loser first, (laughs) and I have proof. So I've been playing checkers with my five-year-old son, Sam, for a couple of weeks now. He has yet to win a game. (laughs) My wife, Jessica, thinks I should let him win. She says I should give him that sweet taste of victory without him earning it, and I disagree. I say, you know what? If this goes 10 years... When he finally
4: beats me, oh, how sweet it'll Mm -hmm. be. We'll go out for ice cream. It'll be a great celebration. And you say that you're not letting him win. You're beating Are you decimating him? I'm just beating him
3: fair and square. You're playing by the rules. Oh, I've got some audio because you're probably listening to this and you're thinking, what a monster. He's such a jerk to his own five-year-old son. This first clip is Sam when he's losing like early in the game. Okay.
6: Oh. Nickel pants. <laughs> Why did I choose this to be my mascot?
3: Pretty smart moves you're making. Is that where you going?
6: Yep. <gasps> Kingney.
2: <sighs> Thank you, sweetheart. Seriously.
6: <laughs> okay.
2: That's
4: good attitude about it. Yeah. Okay.
3: That's him losing. And I'm not trying. I'm every opportunity I have to jump him or do what I would normally do against anybody else. I am taking that opportunity. Good. And then he I'm watching him like a little mouse in the maze. Learn the correct strategy Mm -hmm. to start coming back and listen to the elation. Good. Oh, you could do this one, too. Oh, Sam. (laughs) How quickly the game changes, right?
6: That was amazing.
3: (laughs) That's smart.
6: Oh, sugar
4: plum. (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, he lost that game like he yeah. lost all the others. But you can hear he's getting his little victories. I, I did point out, you know, you could double jump right. here instead of single jump.
5: He had a good attitude about it, too, right? About not only losing, but wanting to try and win also.
3: Occasionally throws himself on the well, floor. of course,
5: he's five. You know,
3: but then you're just like, no, come on, we're going to play. And I always insist we got to finish the game. We start a game, we got to yeah. finish it. It doesn't matter if you're winning or losing. And I try to encourage
4: him, I say, it doesn't matter. I like, win, lose. what? do I mean, we're just playing a game. You're going to get better and better. Yeah. You're doing a good job with it, Dad. I do commend you uh, uh, playing that checkers with your son, Sam. But you said that, like, in four years or five years or ten years when he finally beats you, the elation. My fear is, though, that you're never going to get to that point. Because after a year or four or five years of just always getting your butt beat by your dad... What if Sam just says, I'm out, I'm done, I don't want to play this anymore, I'm never going to be able to beat you? What if he just gives up? It's never going to happen. You know how it played Frogger or Pac-Man or whatever?
3: How many times did you drop a coin into that machine even though you had no chance of
4: winning the game? Yeah, but the the difference between that is the machine isn't like your father figure, you know what I mean, (laughs) that's responsible for your upbringing. I had a dad that spent a
3: lot of time in the bars. And actually, the Frogger machine was my father. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you think I should let my kid win, or should I just keep on playing and let him win when he wins? If that may take 10, 15, 30 years, I'll <laughs> oh, be dead. 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now, should you or should you not let your kids win when you're playing games with them? I've got a five-year-old. He just learned how to play checkers. And my wife and I disagree on this because she thinks that I should throw the game and let him taste the sweet taste of victory without earning it, I think, like, how sweet will it be for him, you know, years down the road when he just can't be down, can't be down, and then finally... He beats me. It'll just be a great celebration, mm-hmm. the
4: accomplishment. He will learn how to do it all. He'll know how to win. He'll know how to lose. We got a call from Kevin who uh, said, Kara, you and I have to come up with a strategic plan for when Sam does beat Tad and when Tad throws a temper tantrum. Oh, he gosh. Yeah, that
5: will happen.
3: <laughs> Rachel and Marietta, we're talking, do we let the kid win or not?
6: I think, no, you should not allow him to win. I have a 12-year-old, and I would want him to learn from his mistake so that when he actually wins he will feel successful if we keep giving it to these kids they're always going to think that they they can win at anything and we need to teach them that they have to earn it and learn it
3: seriously watching my son play checkers is like watching uh you know how mice in a maze learn like that they can't mm-hmm. go here they have to go here yeah very quickly right. getting the strategy down and he's learning by losing Do you give him cheese at the end of the game then, Tad? (laughs) Chris, Holly Springs. Hey,
2: how's it going? Good. You don't
3: think we should let the kid win?
2: No. My dad played checkers with me since I was about that age, and I was about 16 the first time I beat him.
4: What was your motivation to keep playing, though? I mean, after five or six years, aren't you like, I'm never going to beat him, I'm just going to give up? I am very hard-headed. (laughs) <laughs> so and did your dad and, uh, never speak to you again after you beat him no we played all we
2: still play all the time
3: that's actually. sweet i'm
2: 35 now
3: and are you uh are you living on the streets like or are you a successful <laughs> person
2: I, I would say i'm, I'm decently successful I, I definitely don't live on the streets on my own home and have like six cars see
3: good you want it all playing checkers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. take those skills to vegas that's baby. right uh, Leslie Ann in Douglasville, you let your kids win or not?
6: Depends on if I'm tired. If I want the game to hurry and be over, I let them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, that's brilliant.
6: Or if it's it's the 85th time we played the same game, yeah.
1: (laughs) Kara keeps you in the know every morning. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5.
3: We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. It's 826. Pretty glorious uh, weather over the next couple of days. Sunshine today, 65. More sunshine tomorrow, 68. What's going on, Kara?
5: We've all heard of the pub crawl, and I'm sure we've uh. participated in one back in the day. I where can't you- remember. I can't remember. Exactly. Hop from bar to bar, have a little drink in every spot. But for those of us who aren't big drinkers, that's really no fun. So now the city of Dahlonega has something special for us chocoholics. Next week, they're going to be hosting a chocolate crawl from March 1st through March 8th. They've got nine local shops and restaurants that are going to have all kinds of free samples and specials for purchase. I'm talking hot chocolate, fudge, cookies, teas. All kinds of good stuff. There's no fee to participate and you can do the tour at your leisure so you can remain socially distanced and keep yourself hopping along from place to place.
3: You can do the tour at your leisure. What I'm hearing is the city of Delanoaga is, is inviting you to go to Delanoaga and spend money on chocolate. At your leisure. You know,
5: there's a bunch of really cool chocolate shops and little candy factories that are up there. I
3: mean, well, I can go to the Godiva store right yeah. now.
5: Please. Wilford, you're not going to get the chocolate-covered bacon from Paul Thomas oh, chocolate. Yes,
4: Wilford Brimley passes away, and all of a sudden, we're having these uh, chocolate pub crawls. Uh, yes. exactly. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Yeah.
2: Let's get a good feeling. <laughs> oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah.
5: Y'all know I love these cheesy dream jobs. I just wish they were, like, full-time gigs. <laughs> This time, sleepstandards.com is doing some research on the influence of environmental factors on the quality of sleep. So they're looking to pay somebody to sleep in five different environments and report about the experience of each night. That's it one of those five locations will be a five-star resort.
3: I'm not concerned about the five-star resort. I'm concerned about the other four locations. <laughs> the
5: other four, they're not saying of where they are, but they did disclose that they will not be spots that will put your physical or mental health in any kind of danger. So no haunted houses or cemeteries or creepy spots I'm like that. I'm just worried
4: about it being cold. <laughs> yeah, is, is one of the scenarios going to be like a, a, a bed that's too small and like. A toddler's foot in your face. Yeah. Is there one scenario where it's a king size bed? You get your wife, your kid, and your
3: dog there, and you've got a little postage a little size a little corner. Yeah. yeah. I
5: mean, possibly. You never know.
3: I would like my two grand. Well,
5: right. Exactly. <laughs> For your Z's and your reviews, you get the two thousand dollars, and all of your expenses are covered. So, if you're interested in that, you can check out all the details at SleepStandards.com. Do
3: you get to do the sleep study alone?
5: Yeah. All right. I know. <laughs>
3: Good morning, I'm Tad. Good morning, Drex. Blessings. And hello, Kara.
5: Good morning.
4: Tad, uh, I cannot wait for your son, Sam, to officially start school because I want them to play a game with you and your wife during parent-teacher conferences. Oh, why? <laughs> I want them to slide in front of you three report cards, but the name of the children are not on the report cards. You have to guess your kid's uh. report card. <laughs> and I'll guarantee you could do it. My daughter goes to a school where they do trimesters. She gets three report cards a year. Uh-huh. And I didn't even have to look at the name. Like I knew 100% certain I was looking at my daughter's report card. Why would it say? So they get N's, M's, and P's. N's means needs improvement. Mm. M's means meeting expectations. And then, um, not P, sorry, but it's O. O means outstanding. So it's like, yeah, they they need some help. They're doing good. They're great at this particular skill. And so I'm reading through it. Keeps their area clean (sighs) is like an N. (laughs) Um, Math is an O. Interacts well with other children is an O. Uh, it, they they have like a little art theater program that she goes to. She got an O, huh. but then like in all of the things that I'm bad at, she's, she's bad, bad at, at too. At. Right. It's just like if I had my report card from second grade, it, was it would like be the exactly same. the same. Is there one sort
3: of report card, one comment by a teacher that stands out in your mind to this day?
4: Oh gosh, that's a great question that I got from a teacher.
3: Yeah, I got a comment from a teacher in fourth grade that. Sticks with me all the time. Like, really? I, I can hear the voice huh. say, doesn't work up to his potential. So I always Ooh. feel like I need to like, wow. I'm like, you're not working up to your potential, dad. <sighs> you know, you got to go
4: brush your teeth right now. <laughs> we were talking to other friends of ours who like a similar situation, like they're working up to the potential. The dad says that his son said he got a note from the teacher that says, like, just does the bare minimum of things that they don't care about to get by. And, like, that was my buddy absolutely to a T. Just if the particular kid doesn't care about the situation, he does enough just to pass it, just uh-huh. and then he get moves by. on.
3: Just to by. I'm sure Kara's sitting here quietly because oh, yeah. her report card was I just remember when O's. I
5: got my first, like, negative. What? Like, it was like a... A minus. <laughs> and it really, really, really made me upset.
4: Your unborn child is already the valedictorian of Pope Probably. High School.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drek Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.